Paper checks are expensive, inefficient, fraud magnets, and require a lot of manual processing. Making the matter even more aggravating is the fact that many organizations use common practices when issuing checks that make them more vulnerable to fraud, and they don't even realize it. We're going to look at three very common mistakes, including one in use at virtually every organization. Make sure you stick around until the end when we discuss some strategies you can use so that you don't endanger your organization's finances. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where we curate the latest business intelligence if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable or payment function. Now, I'm going to ask you three questions as we go through this material today, and I want you to think about your own processes as we talk about this stuff. How many of these practices are in use in your organization? So let's start with, do you have adequate control over your checks? Now, before you automatically say yes, I want to dive a little deeper into this and talk about some various aspects of this. Let's start with your check stock. If you're using pre-printed check stock, I hope you're keeping it under lock and key. I know a lot of people have moved away from it, but we still have about 20 to 25% of the companies out there who do use pre-printed check stock. Now, whether you have check stock or not, do a pre-printed check stock, I mean, do you keep your check stock in a filing cabinet? And I know many companies, they have their check stock, they have good processes around it, but then they keep a spare checkbook in, the, uh, in a filing cabinet. Now, sometimes this filing cabinet is even locked, but then the key is simply put in the top drawer of the accounts payable manager or the accounts payable supervisor's desk, and everybody knows it's there. And then when there's a rush payment, especially if it's a payroll because somebody has been terminated, you can get the, the, the checkbook out and write the check. While that's great for uh, ease of operation, if you will, it is not great for a control standpoint. And even if you're saying, well, we locked the filing cabinet, that's true, but if everybody knows where that key is, your control is largely out the door. The next thing I want to talk about is your checks after you've printed them. Um, many organizations don't have them automatically put in an envelope and mailed. They go back to accounts payable, there's backup, a whole bunch of manual work that goes on. That's fine if that's your process. Um, but when you're doing that, do the checks lie around? Do you have somebody who's working on them and then they get up and go out to lunch and they just leave the checks there on the desk or maybe they run to get a cup of coffee and they leave them there on the desk? You want to make sure that they are put at least under lock and key so that somebody walking by doesn't you know, automatically, oh look, there's a check and they, they grab it. Now you may say, well, the checks are unsigned at that point or the checks are made out to somebody else and that may be true, but trust me, these guys are really good at getting these checks cashed, number one. And number two, then you have given away basically your bank account information. All right, that's when they're in AP. Now, if you're putting manual signatures on checks, which I know some companies do on larger checks, you take them out for signature. When they're out for signature, are they always under somebody's control? Or does uh, the AP staff takes it and leaves it with the admin, then an admin gets up and puts it on, let's say the controller's desk, and then he or she signs them when they get around to it, and then they take the folder and put it back on the admin's desk, whether the admin is there or not. They may be out to lunch, and they just leave them there for the admin to take back to AP. In all those instances, the checks are lying around, they're un unguarded, and anybody walking by, being an employee or somebody from the outside, can just stop and they can pick one up and make off with it, and then, you know, there's the problem. Okay, that's when they're out the signature. Now this last one, and this is one that I know a lot of folks do, 
let's say you're printing your checks, you've got them ready, when do you take them to the mailroom? If you take them to the mailroom as soon as they're ready, which is kind of what I'd be tempted to do because I just want to get them out of here, um, then they can sit around in the mailroom for a few hours. And if there's somebody who, you know, has larceny in their heart, so to speak, they can walk by and they'll pick up a few because trust me, they know what a, a check looks like. So, you know, obvious answer to this, your best practice is to take those checks to the mailroom to be mailed right before the mail goes to the post office and not a moment sooner. Okay. I'll stop talking about just check stock and I'm going to move on. How often do you return checks to requisitionists? That is the person who requested the payment in the first place. That is a really weak internal control for a number of reasons. First, there have been instances, and I'm not saying this is everyone, but there have been more than a few instances where the person who was getting the check back stole it. Okay, they didn't deliver it to the person who it was intended to. They, they just made off with the checks. Uh, there was a case a number of years ago, I think it was IBM, but I could be wrong about that, where a, a party planner, an event planner for the organization, stole almost a million dollars by having the checks sent back to her. So checks should automatically be mailed. In addition, even if it's not that the person's going to steal them, um, they sometimes get lost. So this is what happens. The person says they want the check back. They send their admin down to pick the check up. The admin comes, they pick it up. Maybe they even sign for it. They take it back up. Uh, they put it on the, the person's desk. Um, and then, you know, work goes on. Papers get put on top of the check. Everybody forgets about it. And it never gets mailed out to the, it never gets delivered to the supplier. Supplier calls up looking for payment and you issue a new check. Now you may say, but you know what? We could have stopped payment on it. Uh, before we reissue the check. That's great, but this is a lot of extra work, number one. And be aware that st stop payments are only valid for, um, I believe it's six months. They are not valid forever. So if at some point um, this person cleans their desk and they find the check and they decide just to put it in the mail, you have the possibility of a duplicate payment. And again, lots of extra manual work that does not make your accounts payable staff more efficient. Now, of course, a best practice in this regard is to never turn, return checks to the person who made, requested the payment. But in the real world, you may occasionally have to give them the check. And so, you know, we all live in the real world. So we need to have really good controls around that, but try and minimize it. Now, let me ask you this last question, which I'm sure um, it's not what you're expecting. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not what you're expecting, unless you watch this channel all the time. How do you mail your checks? Ideally, Somebody from your organization, probably somebody from the, the uh, mailroom, takes the checks to the post office and goes into the post office and mails the checks in the post office. They, are, they should not be using those blue collection boxes because there has been a huge increase in theft of mail when they're looking for checks from those, those collection boxes. In some cases, the uh, criminals have uh, accosted the postal worker and stolen their key. In other cases, they are actually putting their hand down um, those blue collection boxes and pulling uh, the mail out and, and getting the checks that way. You would think that that couldn't be done, but it can be and it is being done. And the post office is working on fixing those mailboxes so that they are uh, tamper proof, but this is where we stand now. So when your checks are mailed, when the checks are taken to the the post office, they should be taken inside the post office. Don't use those blue collection boxes if they are outside. And along the same lines, uh, this goes for you personally as well as professionally, you should not be putting checks 
in your own mailbox and putting the little red flag up so your postman, uh, your uh, postal worker will pick them up when they deliver the mail because that's also alerting criminals who might be driving by that, hey, there might be a check in that mailbox. So be careful there. Okay. So these are what you shouldn't do. What should you do if you must use checks? And let's face it, if you are a U.S. organization, the reality is you're issuing either a few or a lot of paper checks. So here are some things that you can do to kind of help protect yourself against some of this stuff. Number one, consider having the banks print your checks. They do a really good job at it, and then all these issues that I'm talking about go away. They become, in effect, someone else's problem. Uh, number two, make sure you're using positive pay, and if it's available from your bank, pay e-name positive pay. That goes a long way to protecting against some of these um, frauds that I'm talking about. You want to make sure you have strong control protocols around your whole check production process, including afterwards when you're printing, etc., as we've been talking about. Take your, your checks to the mailroom right before the mail goes to the post office and not any sooner. Um, and again, only mail checks in the post office. Don't mail them um, outside using other, other methodologies. And of course, I know you were waiting for this, eliminate as many of your checks as possible. Now you're saying, well, that's great, but how are we going to do that? We recently did a video on the topic of eliminating paper checks, and we have seven suggested tactics that you can do use to whittle down the number of paper checks you issue. You can watch it right now using the link that has appeared on your YouTube screen 